the real, you know the deal. The powwow after you take a shower, and we only deal with the real. It feels so surreal having a show featuring ordinary people doing extraordinary things within the community, like raising funds for charity, fighting for diversity, inclusion, dispelling myths and illusions, raising helpful awareness, tremendous conscious athletes, marathoners and triathletes making a difference, combating ignorance. Mm. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, D. Ivan Oxley, and today we've got a very special treat for you. I had the pleasure of hearing this gentleman speak live and in person while I was in Miami, Florida for an Ironman. I wasn't doing an Ironman. I'm kind of scared of water. But he is a five-time Ironman. He's completed over, wow, 150 triathlons. Um, all while uh, doing it with no arms. So give it up today for Mr. Hector Picard. Thank you. Thank you for How having me. How are you doing today, sir? <laughs> How are you doing? Good, good. I'm, I'm, uh, I was a little nervous about doing the interview. I wasn't sure what the, the uh, process, but I'm, I'm here and uh, happy to do this for you. Oh, thank you so much, man. You know, I, I started to approach you. Well, you know, after hearing, you know, you, you, you hear, you're hearing someone speak and you're looking over and I'm like, dang, and I'm just in awe. I'm like, but I don't have people to say my people contact your people or anything of that nature. And it just seemed like, okay, you're there for the Ironman. It's like, no, I won't trouble him. And then um, I posted a picture on Instagram and a friend said, you know who you should interview? Hector Picard. I'm like, who's Hector Picard? The name sounds familiar. And then when she's seen the picture, like, oh, I seen that guy in person. He was the one in Florida. Yeah. Like a big kid. Like, a <laughs> oh, man. But I wanted to be able to get you on the, um, the air to share your story with, with, with our audience, because I think it's, uh, it's, it's one worth hearing. Um, but before we get started, man, I got to know, are you a five bucks man or are you a D&D man? I'm a D&D Dunkin' Donuts all the way. <laughs> mm. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've so, walked um, into Starbucks a couple times, but uh, I never, uh-huh. never really buy anything from there. I like the ambiance. Their Wi-Fi seems to be a little bit more consistent these days. But uh, anyhow, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess something to eat. Every, the ambiance is definitely different. But um, yeah, I kind of go both ways. Tea for uh, Starbucks, and uh, I get like the coffee from um, from D and D. Actually. <laughs> So how did you um tell me a little tell tell our audience you know a little bit about yourself you know how you got started you know and um you know I'll shut up yeah I um I started competing in triathlons back in 2009 I was going through mm-hmm. the, um, a bad divorce and um you know it was just a, a form of therapy for me um, mm-hmm. I had all kinds of obstacles to overcome in order to be able to compete in my first triathlon I am missing my entire right arm and half my left as a result of an electrical accident uh, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got 13,000 volts that hit me on my right side, went out my foot, and again, it hit me on my left side and went out my hip. Uh, mm. Second and third degree burns over 40% of my body, but it didn't take my life. Uh, I'm here, um, I'm alive, I'm a father of four, grandfather of three, I have a wonderful wife now, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just as happy as can be. Mm. Now, when you were telling the story, you said you 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 didn't let go of of um of the the the, the uh I guess the, what you were holding on to, and then you grabbed it with the other arm. 
Yeah, uh, I don't remember any of it. Uh, from what I've been told, there were two explosions, and I mm-hmm. have two entrances and two exits. So when mm. electricity goes in, it wants to go to ground as soon as possible. So, um, you know, that that's what we determined that uh, at some point I grabbed again and I got hit again. Mm. So of all the, the, the activities to get involved with, what made you select um, triathlons? Um, it, because it wasn't going to be easy. It was going to be a challenge. It, it was something <laughs> that... Uh, so why go easy, huh? Yeah, exactly. Like, I've gotten into obstacle course racing now because... It's the furthest thing that anyone can imagine a person like myself doing mm-hmm. to wow people. I like the people see, wow, you know, anything is possible. This can be done. So I, I set out to try to prove that every single day. And you, and you certainly have completing. You were like the first um, double amputee to complete a, um, an Ironman. Yeah, double arm amputees because uh, there have mm-hmm. been legs and a uh, leg and an arm, but no one ever without hands uh, whatsoever doing a, a triathlon of that nature. Mm-hmm. So you're doing the swim mostly on, on, your, on your back? Is that what yeah, happened? Correct. It's all on my back, and it's just using my legs to uh, propel myself through the water. Mm. That, that is some – and I'm kind of uh, – not kind of. I'm, I, can, I can swim a little bit. But I think that's what's been um, sort of hindering me getting into uh, a triathlon. I can ride a bike, but the swim is like I can do it. I get, but it's not uh, out in the open water. That <laughs> that has that is a a legitimate fear concern of mine. But it, seeing it, it, hearing your story was like, dang, on, man, you really got to get over this 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 swimming fear of of yours. So how did you? What 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 was? Were you always this? I guess, competitive and, and had this internal drive to just say, you know, there's an obstacle and I'm not going to see it as such and I'm going to, uh, you know, kind of press forward. Has that always I, been a part of your nature? I think so. Even before the accident, I was, I was stubborn. I, I didn't take no for an answer or, or mm-hmm. something, you know, somebody tell me, ah, oh, it's impossible. That's the first thing I want to do. I want to show that it can be done. Um, you know, swimming, you were talking about swimming. Um, yeah, you, you, you have every right to be fearful, but if you have confidence in your technique and and uh, just remain calm, you can accomplish mm-hmm. it. Um, back in June, I, I swam around the island of Key West, uh, which was 12 and a half miles. took me seven hours and 45 minutes of just kicking through the water. Mm. So, that fired Damn. me up. Like, I want to do longer distances now. So, <laughs> see. Oh, my goodness. Seven hours. Seven hours. Woo. Yeah. Ah man, that 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 is that is incredible, incredible. Were you a swimmer prior to um, the accident? No, very very casual. You know, the pool, mm-hmm. um, uh, boating, uh, snorkeling, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I did that kind of swimming, but not competitively. I wasn't a cyclist, and and to this day, I'm not a big fan of running. But you know, I'm running. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, not a big fan of running. Oh my goodness. Uh. I, I tell you some of my, my, my traveling friends who say, you know, yeah, you know, there's an easier way to get to the start of a marathon. You don't have to do the swimming and the, uh, the biking thing. You can just go to the marathon and just run, you know. Exactly. You guys uh, <laughs> like to do things the, the, the hard way. So now you, you, you've also um, you've ran Boston. Yes, I um, actually qualified for Boston with my, uh, my uh, Kona Ironman time. 
Um, mm -hmm. Now, for, for us, we have a little more lenient on our qualifying times. Mm -hmm. So if not, there's no way at my age group I can make that time. Uh, I'm a I'm a six hour marathon kind of guy. And, okay. Uh, you know, doing you know three three and change is it's close to impossible for me. Mm -hmm. But uh, but you qualified with your Kona time. I mean, you just kind of put that for those who don't know. I mean, so you've done Kona, so you've done the biking and the swimming, and then do the marathon. Like it's. Yeah, that's <laughs> like you just say, you know, for those people who don't know, it's like you ran and then you, 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 you swam and then you did the bike and then you did the marathon and qualified for Boston off that time. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's, it, it's OK. But then so what did you do with the medal afterwards? That medal, I um, so last year I started uh, giving all my medals away there. Each race mm -hmm. was dedicated to different children with disabilities um that 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 race in particular was for a little girl in um uh, in Rhode Island who's uh fighting cancer okay and, um you know i i is that anna is that anna yeah it was anna oh. correct okay wow so that, yeah that it is... was it was inspiring you know i mean she, i i took it um it helped me as well because i you know as i'm running through this race uh I'm running with pain. I'm uncomfortable, but I kept thinking mm -hmm. about Anna and, and, um, you know, she, she has no choice. She has to fight. So I used her as a source of inspiration and mm -hmm. hopefully the medal will inspire her to keep fighting and, and, uh, keep doing what she's doing, you know, living, living life to the fullest. Mm -mm. And you're also a, a motivational speaker at, uh, don't stop living. Correct. Tell us a little about the, org the, the organization and what they do and what their mission is and, and the role that you play. Correct. Uh, this is not a charity. What it is, mm -hmm. is a way of um, usually what I do is I attach myself to different charities. I understand that I'm a head turner. Uh, people mm -hmm. look at me every time I compete. So the idea is to have them focus on the cause that I'm racing on behalf for. So last year, mm -hmm. I came from the Broward Children's Center. Um, there's different organizations. Every time I do a big race, I, I, I do it for a different organization and, uh, hopefully, um, create awareness for that organization and, uh, money, raise monies for that organization. Okay. And so you, you, you've done a, a, a six, uh, six month tour around, uh, is that, was it Florida or actually just about six state tour? No, it was a six state tour. It was back in May mm -hmm. and I traveled okay. to diff uh, six different states for, uh, during the entire month of May. I'm actually going to mm -hmm. do the same thing this year in the Northeast. So I'll be starting in Maine and, and probably going as far down as uh, Maryland. So I'll be coming okay. to all those states in there and riding with different groups and, and speaking at different events and, uh, inspiring along the way. Mm. Now I've seen a, a, a photo. Um, I guess you were you were pushing a a a, 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 a an individual with a with a dis he was, I guess in a in a um, sort of like a a chair through. Was that a marathon race that you were doing, or was that just a? Um... That was actually a, a half marathon. That was the Miami half marathon. Uh, we mm -hmm. made history because a, a a pair like us uh, getting together to complete a task like that uh, had never done before been done before. So. This year, we were taking it up a notch. On Sunday, mm -hmm. we'll be pushing Carrie Grusin, who is the founder okay. of Thumbs Up International. And uh, mm -hmm. we'll be pushing her for the entire marathon in the hopes of qualifying for Boston for 2019.
Wow. Yeah. Good luck. Going to be uh, like I said, running is not my thing. Uh, but mm-hmm. if I can use my my visibility, my attention getting, head turning way, and uh, mm-hmm. both of us, and create more awareness for her charity, thumbs up. Um, more power to it. That, that's that's what I'm all about. Yeah, and, and you you definitely have a um, you can tell you have a, a sense of humor. Uh, there's a photo of you, you're gassing up at the at the station. Yeah. And um, so the prosthetic is holding. I said, this guy's got, he's got, he's got a sense of humor. You know, it's, it's not, and I, I guess you just got to kind of take, you know, and your, your name, No Hands Iron Man. I was like, okay, only, only, only you could say that. But, uh, <laughs> but I was like, you could definitely have, you, you can tell you, you've got a, 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 a unique perspective on, on, on life. You, you, and got, your, your approach. Hmm? Yeah, you, you've got to, uh, I mean, I can, I can dwell on the accident. I can dwell on the fact that I'm missing both arms and, and be miserable. But I'm not helping mm-hmm. anybody with that. Uh, this way, you know, I'm living my life and enjoying myself. Uh, when you talk about that, that picture, uh, that's not the coolest thing. Or the most interesting thing is how did I take that picture? Because I did have the prosthetic arm on the gas pump. And I had mm-hmm. to hold my phone using the tip of my stump, both stumps, pushed together and and hit the button with my nose. So. Oh, okay. See, I'm thinking that you just had somebody, your, your daughter, your, your, one of your grandchildren with you, and they, they took the photo. I'm not, I'm not thinking. I'm, see, I'm thinking you got people no, that, around that was, you. Yeah, I've got people, but that, uh, these people are doing other things. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, you know, I, that was on, a, on my trip, solo trip. So I, I took a mm. picture myself. Oh, man. So you, you're pretty handy. Literally, no pun intended. But you, um, you, you, you like you, you build contraptions around the house, you know. And 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 I'm like, okay, so this is as I'm reading through, you know, to do. I'm not a troll, but I like to 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 do some sort of you know research so I can find out a little bit about the individual that I'm talking with. Um, so you, you, your hand, you're like you, you're like me. I like to. to I need something to hold this phone because I don't have someone to take this picture of me. So maybe I will cut out a a wedge in in this this Starbucks cup, so and then insert the phone in there, and then that that becomes like this temporary tripod because I don't have a tripod. That's a good. But that's not as glam. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that that's pretty. And I seen someone else do it. I was like, great minds think alike. I was walking in Dunkin' Donuts and I seen a guy sitting down looking at his um, video, and he had it propped up on a cup. I said, see, that's something I would do. I like that. Um, and so so talk, talk about some of the, the, the contraptions that you've, uh, you've made around the house to kind of make things a little bit more, um, you know, functional for yourself. Yeah, I mean, as far as around the house, uh, you know, when I work with tools, I have certain tools that have, um, like all my power, my power tools have a, mm-hmm. um, a zip tie to the trigger. So, okay. which, which with a circular saw or a sawzall, it's pretty dangerous. But what I do is mm-hmm. I carry a um, one of those uh, six outlet uh, strips with buttons mm-hmm. on it. So I'll connect the okay. thing, and then while I'm getting ready to use it, I'll hit the button with my toe, and it'll turn the uh, device on. So okay. it's hard to control the uh, trigger while holding it with a um, with a hook or a prosthetic hand, or so it's a little tough, but. I you know I I do all kinds of stuff. I'm, I'm tree trimming. I'll attach a, a sawzall to a pole and 
I'll hold it with my body and I'll be trimming mm-hmm. trees doing that. So wow. But um, so yeah, my so my... the, the uh, modifications to the bicycles, I created that. Uh, I've mm-hmm. had other people do them for me, but I created the original ones. Uh, the basketball device um, that's actually on the market for others like myself to play basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. That's out there. Um, softball, racquetball, different devices to to be able to you know do different things. Mm. That's incredible, man. And so now you're also a um, an actor. Yeah. If you want to call it that, <laughs> I was uh, a pet walker on The Walking Dead. So I was Michonne's uh, uh, part of Michonne's second group of uh, pet walkers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I lasted the whole episode, episode 409 on The Walking Dead. And mm-hmm. I lasted the entire episode until at the end she uh, went nuts and cut our heads off. And I was actually the last one to get my head cut off. Oh, man. Uh. Yeah. But you, you you just keep um just keep going you know what I mean it, it is uh it is truly an inspiring inspiring story man hearing your, your your journey and um listening to you live and and then you know watching you compete it is uh, I, I I don't I'm speechless you know I want to go out there and show anything is possible Derek uh, I mm-hmm. um, but and I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, still recently, it's the racing now is not so much about me, but it's about others, and and mm-hmm. um, so I focus on that. You know, when I if I don't have a child to run for, I pick a child in the audience. I give them uh, I give them a medal, and hopefully they'll look me up and be inspired by what I do and and want to do better. Mm. Oh man! So, any closing words you would have for uh, anyone that's out there battling or facing adversity? What would you um? What would you say to him? Yeah, I, I, I would always approach everything as temporary. Uh, it's going to get mm-hmm. better. You got to work through it. Um, just keep your head up and, uh, you know, just enjoy life. Live it with a passion. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. do. And, and I, I, you know, I, I do recommend others do the same. Well, all right, man. Thank you so much, Hector, for taking time out of your, um, your day uh, to be with us, man. I, I appreciate you uh, for that. Um, and I hope you, I know your story will, will, will inspire others uh, to kind of, you know, press through whatever challenges or adversities they might be facing in their own lives, man. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I hope, uh, I hope I did this right for you, uh, Derek. <laughs> no, you did it right. Yeah, you, cool. you know, <laughs> this technology thing is, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, man. It, it, it keeps you, uh, keeps you youthful. I remember I was in, and I, I was in Atlanta, and at the time, I think I was trying to get to Albany, Georgia for a marathon. I couldn't find a, um, a ride from the airport. So I'm on the phone. I'm talking to my daughter. And she's like, why don't you just get a, you know, an Uber? And I thought she said Goober. <laughs> I was like, I'm not hungry. You know, I don't. Uh, what do I need an Uber? I need to get over. And then she's like, why don't you try Lyft? I was like, I need a Lyft. These are apps that I wasn't familiar with at the time. I was like, because, you know, I drive. So yeah. I wasn't like, oh, I don't need a ride. But this is just goes so technology, and if you're not aware of it, it's like, oh, okay, that's something new. So you're you're not alone, man. All right, we're all uh, we it all becomes um something new, and we learn and we kind of keep going, man. But thank you so much for being here, man. I appreciate it. Hey, much success to you, and uh, hopefully everything goes well with you as well. righty. have a great day now.